Well, good morning. I'm Todd, and I'm back for another edition of Spinning Singles. It's a nice sunny Sunday morning. And we left off with December of 1983 on the Billboard Hot 100. And there were two songs I didn't get to. I wanted to talk about that were that hit the Hot 100 the week of December 10th, 1983. And the first one I want to talk about was by Herb Alpert, and it's called Red Hot. And it came in at 83 would go to 77 nationally. That's as high as it got. But it's on his AM label from the album Blow Your Own Horn. Just love Herb Alpert. And he is still recording today. And I just saw a great documentary on him on TV the other night. He's been around a long time, had a lot of great music, a lot of influence on a lot of other artists, including the ones that were signed to his label, AM. But this song was not a huge hit, but um, I only heard it a couple times on the radio when it was out, and it's probably about a 3 to $4 record with no picture sleeve. And the last song I'm going to talk about that hit the Hot 100 for the week of December 10th was the last Hot 100 appearance by Crystal Gale, and she's been one of my favorite, favorite country artists and um, great, great voice. And this one was called The Sound of Goodbye, and it came in at 90 and would only go to 84 nationally on the Hot 100, a much bigger hit on the country chart. On her um, Warner Brothers label from the album Cage the Songbird, great, great song by her. If you've never heard it, I recommend it. It's called The Sound of Goodbye, and it doesn't have a picture sleeve, and it's worth maybe 2 to $3. And that brings us to the week of December 17th, 1983. And there were, um, let's see, five songs to debut in the top 40 I'm going to talk about, and one Hot 100. And the, and the highest debut that week was by John Cougar, and he added his la his real last name, and now he's known as John Cougar Mellencamp, and eventually he would drop the John the Cougar. So <clears throat> this song was off his album, Uh-huh, and it came in at 32, would go to number eight, so it was a pretty big hit for him. It's called Pink Houses. I'm sure you've heard it. It did have a picture sleeve, and the picture sleeve shows him on the cover and just some words on the back. And the thing about this song was it's on his older label, uh, Raya. I guess that's how you pronounce it. And the B-side is called Serious Business, and it's actually a pretty good song by him, too. So if you've never heard the B-side, you should listen to it. But the promo version of this 45 was actually released on Pink Vinyl because it's Pink Houses, and it's actually very hard to find. And it's actually got the longer version on one side and the short version on the other. The Pink Vinyl version is probably worth about $20 if you can find it. The regular records may be only 3 to 4 and the picture sleeve is probably 3 to 4 as well. And that's Pink Houses with John Cougar Mellencamp. Next song to come in at number 34 that week was by a soul artist, used to be the lead singer of the group LTD, and he went off on his own, and this is Jeffrey Osborne I'm talking about, and this is called Stay With Me Tonight, kind of an upbeat, mid-tempo soul song, on the A&M label, just like Herb Alpert, from his album self-titled Stay With Me Tonight, and it came in at 34, would go to number 30 nationally, so it was a moderate hit for him, and we did hear quite a bit on the radio around here. Um, no picture sleeve with this one. And it's probably about a 3 to $4 record and not very hard to find. And that's Stay With Me Tonight by Jeffrey Osborne. Next song to come in at 37 that week was by a group from London, England. And they had had a couple hits already. And this is called Spandau Ballet. And the name of the song was called Gold. 
And um, the picture sleeve just shows a picture of the group, half in black and white and half in gold, which I thought was kind of cool. And it's got a picture of the album um, with their big single, True, on the back. And this song came in at 37 and would only go to 29 nationally, so it wasn't a huge hit for them. Um, but I do remember hearing it on the radio a little bit, and it doesn't have a whole lot of value. I'd say maybe 3 to $4 with the picture sleeve and that Spandau Ballet with gold. Next song to come in behind it was another top 40 for the group called The Fix, and we've talked about them before. And this one's called The Sign of Fire, and it's on the MCA label from the album Reach the Beach, and it does have a picture sleeve. And the picture sleeve just shows a um, kind of a burnt piece of paper, maybe with the sign of fire on the, on the, um, on the cover. And what's interesting about this is um, it was released with two different B-sides. One of them was uh, One Thing Leads to Another, which was their previous hit, a live version. And the other one, they released another uh, song. I think it's Saved by Zero live version as well. And I only have one of them. I haven't been able to find the other one. But uh, the A-side was The Sign of Fire. And it's probably about a 4 to $5 record if you can find it. And it's not a bad song. I heard it on the radio quite a bit. And it peaked at number 32, so it wasn't huge nationally, and that's the fix. And even more obscure, we're going to come up with a song that came in at number 39 that week, and it's by Naked Eyes, and it's called When the Lights Go Out. And it's not a song that I can remember even hearing much at all. It came in at 39, would only go to 37, so it spent a couple weeks in the top 40 and then disappeared. They're much well known for uh, Promises, Promises, and always something there to remind me. But this was from their same album called Naked Eyes on the EMI America label and uh, did not have a picture sleeve with this one. And like I said, very kind of obscure, not a record you hear at all today and didn't hear much when it was out and probably does not have a lot of value either. I'd say two to three dollars for that Naked Eyes and When the Lights Go Out. And the last song I'm going to talk about um, that hit the Hot 100 that week was a song by Prince, and it's actually one of his rare songs that did not make the top 40, because most of his songs charted to the top 40. And this one was called Let's Pretend We're Married, and um, came in at 91, would only go to 52 nationally. And it was a very upbeat, danceable song from his um, album 1999, and it does have a picture sleeve, and the picture sleeve's kind of hard to find. It just shows him shirtless on the cover, and just some writing on the back, but um, not a song you hear a lot by him on the radio. And maybe that's why it's more obscure, but not a bad song. I kind of liked it, and I did play it when I was DJing. And, of course, Prince has some value, and because of the picture sleeve, this one's probably worth the 15 to $20 as well if you can find a good copy of it. And that's Let's Pretend We're Married by Prince, which brings us to the very last week in December of 1983. And there were only four songs that came in the top 40 that week. And the highest debut was a novelty song. And of course, everybody has heard of the Three Stooges. Well, this was a uh, tribute song to them from a group from Chicago called the Jump in the Saddle Band. And uh, One Hit Wonder, absolutely. And it's called the Curly Shuffle. Came in at 32 and would go to 15. So it was a pretty big hit for them. Originally released on the Acme label, which I believe was a local Chicago label, and then it was picked up nationally by Atlantic, and then it became a hit. And it actually shows a picture sleeve just saying the curly shuffle with some dance steps on the front, 
and some writing on the back. And it's a very unique kind of sounding song. Heard it a lot when it was out. Don't hear it much today. Doesn't have a whole lot of value. I'd say maybe $5 for this one with the picture sleeve. But very cool to listen to if you're a fan of the Three Stooges. And it's called The Curly Shuffle. Next song to come in right behind it would turn out to be the last top 10 for Christopher Cross. And it's called Think of Laura. Um, came in at 38 and would go to number nine. And I believe this song was associated with a soap opera at the time. Not sure what the soap opera was called. I just remember it being referenced to that. But it was from his album, Another Page, on the Warner Brothers label. It did not have a picture sleeve. But it's a ballad, and I did hear it quite a bit uh, since it was a top 10 record. And because it was top 10, you know, it doesn't have a lot of value. Um, not one you usually hear today. And that's Think of Laura by Christopher Cross. More of an adult contemporary kind of sounding song for him. And on the, coming in at 39 that week was a one of the last country crossover songs from an artist called Deborah Allen. And she had never had a top 40. And this is the only one she was able to get in there. It's called Baby I Lied. And it's very pop sounding. That's the only way I can think about why it charted. But it made it to 26 nationally. And it's on RCA. And it was from her album, um, Cheat the Night. And um, very sounding hook. I, I guess it's the best way to put it. Very uplifting hook to this song. And not a song you hear much at all. Occasionally you'll hear it on a country station, but not on the pop stations anymore. Doesn't have a lot of value. I'd say 3 to $4. And that's the only top 40 for Deborah Allen. That may have been the only Hot 100 for her. And Baby I Lied. And the last song to debut in the top 40 of 1983 on December 24th was a solo hit by Robert Plant. And of course, he was from Led Zeppelin. And at the time, he was recording solo songs. And this one just squeaked in the top 40. It made it to number 39 and debuted at 40 this week. It's called In the Mood. And it's from The Principle of Moments. That was the name of his album. And it shows Robert Plant on the cover and just some writing on the back. And it does have a picture sleeve. And because Robert Plant was associated with Led Zeppelin, of course, it does have some value. I'd say it's $10 to $15 record. And not one you heard a lot on the top 40 stations. I heard it a couple times. More an album rock kind of tune. And that's In the Mood by Robert Plant. So now that we're at the end of the year from 1983, I'm going to do what I did back in when I talked about 1982, and that's talk about the bubbling undercharts. And what the bubbling undercharts were were songs that um, did not make the Hot 100 but were charted anyway. And at the time, Billboard had a chart running from number 125 to 101, and they called it bubbling under. And there were a lot of cool songs that made it on this chart but did not make it to the Hot 100. So I figured the best way to go through the songs of the year would do it alphabetically. And I got time to do maybe a little bit more than half of them on this uh, broadcast. So the first one I'm going to talk about was by Bananarama. And they had yet to had a big hit yet in the States. But this is a remake of the Steam hit, Na Na Hey Hey Kiss and Goodbye from the early 70s. And they had a version which made it to 101. It just missed the top 100. And it's got a picture of them on the cover. And... Um, a picture of them on the back as well on the London label. Kind of hard to find a picture sleeve because it didn't uh, chart very high, highly. And I say it's a four to five dollar record with Bananarama. Next song to bubble under that I'm going to talk about 
um, was by Peter Brown, and he was known as a disco artist, and his biggest hit was Dance With Me back in 78. He was still around in the early 80s and was still making music, and this one's called Baby Gets High. It's on the RCA label, and it's from the album Back to Front, and it's actually a very upbeat, danceable song, good song. I do remember hearing it. Um, RCA without a picture sleeve, but it uh, doesn't have a lot of value, and it only made it to number 104 for Peter Brown and Baby Gets High. Uh, next song was by an artist who had had one top 40 hit earlier called Someday, Someway, kind of a rockabilly throwback artist named Marshall Crenshaw. And for some reason, I heard this song a lot in this area. They played it a ton. And around here, it was probably a much bigger hit, but it did not hit the Hot 100 nationally and only made it to 103. And it's called Whenever You're On My Mind, kind of a mid-tempo ballad, but really great song by Marshall Crenshaw. It's got a picture sleeve with a building on the front, and it shows him and the group on the back. And if you've never heard it, I recommend this song. Very good song. And it's Marshall Crenshaw, Whenever You're On your mind, on My Mind. And it made it to number 103. Probably about a 5 to $6 record for that. Next song I'm going to talk about uh, made it to 105, Bubbling Under. And I'm talking about Dire Straits. And they had had a lot of big hits. But this one's one of my favorites. It's by... Um, it's called Twisting by the Pool, which is very, very cool song. Very upbeat throwback song from the Maxi single. And it made it to 105. A very good song. Heard it a couple times on the radio enough to know, wow, what a great song. But did not chart very high. And I highly recommend this one as well. And it's Twisting by the Pool by Dire Straits. And speaking of The Fix, they had another song that just missed the Hot 100. Um, from their album Shuttered Room, Rome which is actually, um, did I say Room or Rome? It's Room. It's called Red Skies, and it's one they're known for. It was um, kind, of a, kind of a college radio hit, and it made it to number 101, and it's on the MCA label, and this is before they got their album Reach to the Beach out, and that's the fix, Red Skies at Night. Um, and back in the early 80s, breakdancing was still around, and they still had some songs out there that I associate with this one. And this song is one of them. I remember seeing the video for this song before I actually heard it and only heard it a couple times. And it reminds me of breakdancing because it's very upbeat breakdance kind of sound. And it's by the group Freeze. That's F-R-E-E-E-Z. And it's called I-O-U. And it's called the Streetwise label, which is a silver label. It was produced by Jelly Bean, who would have hits later in the 80s. But it only made it to 104. And it's definitely a breakdance kind of record. And if you can hear my cat talking to me, and that's Jasper. Hi, Jasper. He's got a mouse in his in his mouth. Not a real one, a play one. Okay. All right. Got time for a couple more on Bubbling Under here. And the next one was one I played a ton when I was DJing. It was a very, very upbeat, danceable song by the Gap Band. It's called Party Train from their album, The Gap Band 4, on Total Experience. And it was a big, big hit on the Soul Chart, but only made it to 101 on the Hot 100, and it's bubbling under. And um, like I said, very upbeat, danceable song, and uh, did not have a picture sleeve. But this song does have some value because it's kind of hard to find nowadays. I'd say it's about a $10 record if you can find it in really good shape. And the last song I'm going to talk about for Bubbling Under from 1983 was a song by Lanny Hall, and I've talked about her before. She's the wife of Herb Alpert. And this was her theme song to the James Bond movie that came out in 1983 starring Sean Connery. 
who he decided to come back and do one more Bond movie. It was called Never Say Never Again. And what's cool about this record is it's got a picture sleeve showing her and Sean Connery on the cover, which is kind of cool. And it's got a picture of the movie information on the back. But um, got a chance to talk to her about this song. And I asked her what it was like singing in front of Sean Connery when she sang this song. And she was a little nervous to begin with, but she loved it. And she thought it was a great experience. And he, he apparently liked it, too. But she sang it in front of him. And that's Never Say Never Again. And if you watch the movie, you'll hear it in the beginning of the movie. And that's on A&M, of course, Herb Alpert's label. What a nice lady to talk to. And she, of course, was from Sergio Mendes in Brazil 66 back in the 60s, uh, which was also on Herb Alpert's label. And that should do it for this edition of Spinning Singles. Um, we'll pick it up again next week. I've got probably four or five more songs to talk about that bubbled under for 1983. And then we're going to start with January of 1984. See you then.